0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Asia Town Voice. Asia Town Voice is our hour-long non-profit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on here every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. We're an hour-long program, and it provides you an inside look at the Asian Pacific Americans' community, culture, education, and upcoming events in this area. Asiatown Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. My name is Yen Tang, and I'm here with Johnny Wu.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And our guest host today, Alex.
2: Hey, everyone. This is DJ Alexicon on the house. Yeah, I was just going to well, say,
0: what's this new nickname of yours yes. I, I heard you had? Except that you're not a guest host today. Uh-huh. Actually, yes. I, I think uh, we are slowly adopting Alex to be a permanent member of our hosting team.
2: Yeah, we're still processing the adoption papers. That's why. In a few <laughs> weeks, the guest connotation will
1: right. go. Right. means that we, we do less work and he can do less,
0: all the work for us. Exactly. He's, uh, um who do we call him? The the intern? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like the intern. <laughs> good one. It
2: makes me the feel intern. like I'm like 19. Oh. Five years from now, I would still be the intern. Senior you
0: intern. You You are 19 right?
2: Now I'm 21. I can
0: make now. <laughs> okay. I thought he's
1: 17, but oh
0: well. Oh really? I I don't know. I think you have to be at least 18, right? I yeah, don't know. I
1: guess so. Yeah, probably. Yen, mm-hmm. I heard that, that you've been building a dance studio in your house.
0: Yes, in my basement. And okay. do not expect me to do any more heavy lifting because my body is, is exhausted. So what
1: what kind of dancing training or teaching you are you going to be offering? Everything.
0: Actually no, not really. No. I specialize oh. mostly in Chinese folk dancing. And uh, classical dancing, um, the Chinese classical dance is, uh, I guess you could say, rooted with uh, ballet in the sense that you need the similar muscles and similar uh, structures to be able to do the dance moves. Folk dancing is easier. It's more for everybody. It's about expression and celebration. Um, I like to combine my classes with a little bit of both. I like to do folk dances, but with like a very technical background. Um, if anybody has seen the Mongolian dance we did this year, the Mongolian dance is uh, an easier folk dance, but we um, put some technical points in there because the girls actually had to balance bowls on their heads and move around uh, the stage turning, spinning, walking, uh, small jumps and whatnot, and backbends too. Of course, when they do the backbend, they take the bowls off the top of their head and they put it on their forehead. Do so. you have
2: an age limit? Or is there a gender classification for your classes?
0: Age limit uh, going down or up?
2: Do you accept any student?
0: Well, I generally accept students ages 8 and up um, because with younger students, you don't get to be as creative because you have to focus a lot more on technique. And the classes are shorter and they don't really perform as much. I'm more about the actual performance art itself. So I like to work with students who have their basic technique or are ready to... Uh, you know deal with stage fright and work with presentation but i, I have taught children I, I it's a different type of mindset you have to think differently and i do enjoy like building the basic blocks like like the basic technique with the muscles and doing the basic exercises they're actually very relaxing Think of it as, um, I don't know, kind of like yoga for me. Hmm. Oh. It's kind of so, relaxing. So
1: what's the schedule going to be like? I mean, it's going to be every day or the weekend? or. Monday
0: for course. me, personally, yes. What? Now that it's in my basement, I spent all that money renovating it. Of course I'm going to dance so every
2: day. So if there's <laughs> a, a 10-year-old girl who knocks on your door and say, okay, I want to have some dancing lessons. Um, I have to say,
0: where Where are your parents? And also yeah. they uh, they would have to be, they have to the sign release forms and whatnot. Pretty standard stuff, so and the parents probably have a better idea of what the child is capable of and what they want to learn, so.
1: When when are you going to have your opening?
0: I am renting studio space from Dance Studio M, which is located in Solon, and uh, we're going to start classes September, I believe the weekend after Labor Day. I don't think I'm going to have an opening party there. I eventually would like to get a studio somewhere downtown, Cleveland, in Asia Town, and I think that would be the appropriate time to have a grand studio opening. For those of you who haven't actually talked to me about my dancing before, I've been teaching for 14 years, but primarily at the CC. And I teach at other places like just this past week. I was at the Confucius Institute in Akron and I've taught at like the Middlebury Monterey language camps. I've taught dance and little programs there, but um, I haven't actually broken off and established my own studio for many reasons. I mean, I, I was trying to focus on a, a professional career in a, in a different direction, like, you know, full-time jobs, corporate, and all that. But a part of me is just always wanted to dance, and a part of me never really wanted to stop dancing. So you guys can tell me, after you're sitting behind a desk for 40 hours a week, how do you feel? I always mm. hear
1: more than 40 hours a week. so really oh.
2: Yeah. Well, some people from Progressive might be listening to this radio station. So it feels great, really.
0: <laughs> really, Alex? There's that look on your face.
2: (laughs) For those who don't know, what does CCCA mean?
0: Well, I wanted to get back to the 40 hours a week sitting. (laughs) (laughs) It's terrible, and I hated it, so I decided I did not want to go that route with my career. I I wanted to do something healthier, um, which I think later you're going to talk about Project Raise. but, But then to go back and answer your question, what is the CCCCA? It's a Cleveland Contemporary Chinese Culture Association. And it was established, I believe, in 1994, 19 years ago. Holy holy. Wow. that's a really long time. Yeah. Wow. Because I remember I just started fifth grade. No, now, no, now we know how old it is. <laughs> and Don't And I do graduated
2: that. from, oh, okay, anyway. Wait,
0: um, <laughs> Wait you're, you haven't graduated yet. You're only 17, right? From grade right? school? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, never mind. But the CCCCA, they started off as just a group of parents who wanted their children to um, continue practicing speaking Chinese and to learn elements of their culture, whether it be art or dancing or how to play Chinese games like Go,
2: which is a good program. Yeah, I like that.
0: You've been there before?
2: No, but I support programs for different cultures. For example, if there is like a Mongolian family, I think I feel that the children who were born in the U.S. should take the language lessons. And they have the Sunday schools like the Chinese have so that they'll grow up aware of their culture even though they were not born in that particular country.
0: Alex, you never had to go to one of these schools, did you?
2: No, I wanted to establish one for the Philippines. So.
0: Alex, it's it's impossible to get the kids to go. <laughs> I was one of those kids. We hated it. I know, it. I know. They they, they, you know? they
2: only appreciate it until the... They're getting older. And when they're that's getting true. older.
1: That's I, how I felt, too, when I was a kid. And My father forced me to write Chinese, learn Chinese. <laughs> I always try my best to run away. <laughs> and now I, I wish I can learn a little more. You
0: know, you know what's really funny? Um, uh, starving college students start here. It wasn't until I was in college and I was broke that I realized, wow, there's... Chinese students at Kent State. And guess what? They need tutors. <laughs> so that's when I really started to appreciate the fact that I was pushed into Chinese because I actually, I didn't really charge money. I charged food. So they had to feed me, like a three-course it's meal. really a work for <laughs> food there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, hey, you know, it cuts down my grocery costs and it's pretty much just Learn as you go And the people why, are cool
1: Why are we always Talking about
2: food
0: Because we love it, to we eat We just end
2: up in food Whatever happens We just end up I, I've been listening To past interviews And it always Ends up in well, food You know
0: <laughs> food Is a great way For cultures to melt Yeah yes. Did
1: you know There's about uh, there's a total Of 16 Asian restaurants In this area
2: Wow You
0: want to read off That list Yeah read off that list and I, I, I want to see those. If
2: I've been through All oh,
0: of them But hey read it off And then we'll say okay. If we've ever been there Yeah right. Right. or if it's okay, good let's do that <laughs> Alright go all
1: right. uh, Asian town The, the na- Asian town neighborhood Is uh, from East 22nd Street all the way to East Fourth Street. So it's very, very diverse. And we have Chinese we Bulong. Good. Been,
0: yes, good.
1: Emperor's Palace. Yes, been there.
2: Good. A new member of the community just opened a few months yes. ago, right? Yes.
1: And Cocoa Bakery.
2: Oh, our Ooh. favorite. They're our sponsor.
1: Yes. In uh liwa Chinese restaurant.
2: Yeah, I've been yeah. there for a very long time. They're the one of the foundation of the community restaurants.
0: Lots of celebrations there too. Yep. Yeah.
1: Saiyan Cafe. Oh, good I food. love them. Good food. Okay, this one I haven't been there for a while. Sichuan Gourmet. Oh, I they're haven't good. been there.
0: They're very they're very um, what's the word I'm looking for? Original.
1: It's on um East Thirty Sixth Street and one seven three five. Do they follow traditional Sichuan yes. food? Yes. So that means it's hot.
0: I'm from I'm from there, so oh. yes. Next
1: one, really next one is one gourmet.
2: Oh I've been going there since nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen ninety, like when the owners were different. The, uh, yeah, by, by Dave's? Yeah, in front of the by Dave's exactly. Yeah.
0: Oh, they used to be called Lokofu, Now they're called the Shijia Gongmei. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and
2: in the nineties, they they are yeah. different. They used to be open till two in the morning. Really? In the nineties, yep, yeah, because that's where I that's my go to place whenever I'm hungry at the dorm.
0: You know, I used to live around the corner from there. <laughs> <laughs> I when? did on Thirty Third and, uh, 33rd? I and don't East Thirty Third. Well, I was like. Really little. <laughs> I was
2: Yeah, three, she was living alone when she was little.
0: <laughs> three, four. Wow, little, little. Like, well, my parents lived there. Okay. I should probably say that. So. Yeah,
1: okay. I'll f- go continue on. We continue. We have Thai restaurant, one only, Map of Thailand.
0: Nice. Oh, I've been there to Map Yummy. of Thailand, beside Coco.
1: <laughs> that is actually next to Coco Bakery. Yep. A mm-hmm. uh, Korean restaurant, we have Ha'an mm-hmm. there.
0: What, what's it called? Ha'an. Oh, Ha'an, yeah, by um, Superior Phu, right? Right. Yeah, Maybe no, they're good. What kind of
2: uh, food do they have?
0: Korean food. I mean, there's like <laughs> different ones. <laughs> Korea Korean food. They have... do, do
2: they have a barbecue on the table? Um, I don't C? remember. See, that's different. No,
0: no, they've been there for quite a while. I just—it's been a while since I've been there. I think they have barbecue, but I think they bring it out. Uh, like barbecue okay. In the back,
1: so. okay, okay, moving on. Moving Korea, on. Korea
0: House. I've never been there. Actually, is, really good. Is that ABC? Really? By ABC, right in the
1: corner of a uh, Superior and 38th, 37th Street, Thirty Eighth Street. I haven't been there. Yeah, hmm. it's really good. Mega Korean barbecue. Of course, yes. I've been there. We've been there. We always do.
0: I don't think there's a bad Asian restaurant in town.
2: Maybe fin- there is. I haven't finished my okay, list. Okay, sorry, yet. I sorry. Let him
0: <laughs> well, keep going.
1: The next one, yeah, Korean restaurant is Seoul Hot Pot.
0: Oh, I haven't been there. Where's that one?
1: Uh, Three seven zero nine Pine Avenue.
0: It's across from Oh, Randall, I think Thailand, I've Thailand, been right?
2: there like fifteen years ago.
0: Yeah, it's across the street from Coco's, isn't it?
1: I've never been there so I wouldn't
2: okay. know. Yeah, they have yeah. a dish that's not served on other Korean restaurants. Sul Rongtang. It's are they, like are a they even open? I think they are. This is
1: an updated list. This is just released like 2013.
0: Oh, they're okay. open. I see people tagging themselves yeah, there. Yeah. Oh, okay. All
1: right. Now we move into Vietnamese restaurant. Mm-hmm. We have number one, Pho. Yeah. Okay. My I favorite. Yummy. Like uh, in Vietnamese food
2: wise, uh, there mm-hmm. are number three in my list. Really? I'll of, let you of know all? With
1: of all of all the Pho. Okay. Okay. But
2: oh, okay. I'm pretty sure Thumbs there's some. Thumbs up there. More. Yeah. All right,
1: we have also four ninety nine. 99.
0: Yes. That's I number
1: two on my list.
0: They're dumplings. They have these Vietnamese. They call it Vietnamese ravioli, but really they're just dumplings with rice right yeah. skin. Nice. So so good.
1: Then we have Saigon Grill. Oh, I've been there. Saigon Grill is next to number, uh, suit number one. Uh, yeah,
0: I know exactly <laughs> where that is. No, I love their food. I just I I love- then
1: finally we have Superior Fo.
0: That's like a classic. I don't, I don't know. I've, I've got happy childhood memories there. So I
1: can't. Superior so, Fo is
2: good.
3: Yeah, that's Superior Four is number
2: one right, That's
1: really? a total eighteen restaurants in this area. You know, missing here would be uh, a Filipino mm-hmm. or a, a Indian. Yeah, Alex.
0: Yeah, the yeah, Filipino Alex.
2: restaurants are congregated on the west side towards
1: Parma. So There's, we should tell um, Mike Mendoza to open his restaurant here.
0: Oh yeah, when's he coming in for an interview? Oh, did he?
1: Oh, you know what? We never asked him. <gasps>
0: I'll Uh-oh. talk to him. I know Sorry. his family very well. Sorry, Mike. Alex is going to talk to you.
1: <laughs> okay. We're going to hook you up here. So we also have markets, supermarkets. What's
0: really cool? It's a funny story. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with Black and White Cafe, its owner is a man named Gotti, and he actually is good friends with a friend of mine, uh, Brenda, who I met her. Because her boyfriend Ali used to work with him, and they came to Asiatown because they're doing a project on diversity for uh, some class she was in for CSU. So they asked me to give them a tour of Asian Town Center and uh, around Asiatown. Town, and we came up with this idea of we can actually do mini tour groups and just once a weekend, a month, we can take people through one of the Asian. Um, plazas around here because, I mean, you have the Superior Golden Plaza, you have Asian Town Center, and of course you have Asia Plaza, and then there's Tink Hall, and then you have all these sorts of foods that most people aren't familiar with. You have, like, these different artists, you have different uh, shops, and a lot of people, it's not that they don't want to go to these places, it's just that they don't understand exactly what they're buying or seeing. And some they, of them
1: are not educated in Well what some, sometimes e- people don't know there's so many different things happening oh, yeah. here. Even mm. I
2: get confused sometimes. Sometimes I just go out in the limb and grab something with no en- <laughs> it's true. I try I do it that yeah, way. Yeah. Just grab something that has no English translation and hopefully when I open it up it's kinda it smells good.
0: So you know that might be uh, the next project for the Cleveland Asian Festival or some nonprofit group. Chinese looking at me like no more work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, right now uh, uh this is kinda can be announced right now. We, we just got awarded uh, a very, very tiny grant from the Cleveland Foundation for Ooh. OCA. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Very, very small. So what we're trying to do now with that grant is to create interactive kiosks. Oh. So, yeah. you know, you basically have a little Android tablet on the, on the Asia Plus, Asia Town Center. It's small right now because we don't have that much funding until we can raise more. And where you go to the tablet, you can actually find out what's going on in this area, uh, what nice. kind of uh, stuff you can find, and what's around the the actual mall. And, you know, when you're bored or you have nothing else to do or you're waiting for your girlfriend or wife shopping, you can just play with the time. Nice. And nice. watch videos. And, Good and for so the guys. On. Good for the guys. But and,
0: actually, actually yeah. what I was going to recommend, very similar to that, was maybe we could do like a one-hour guided tour around some of these areas. like just. Uh, tr-
1: actually, they are doing that. Are they really? The, um,
0: How do I not know about this?
1: Uh, trolley, Lally the trolley, oh. they do it once every couple months.
0: Hmm. I, I meant something more like in-depth, like like um at an actual location. You walk with them through the supermarket. That's Lisa, Lisa. <laughs> <We're coming laughs> Lisa Wong. We Lisa. We're coming out to Lisa Wong. Lisa should
2: have all the energy to do that.
0: Yes. Why, what <laughs> makes you say that? She, she
1: is. will be very, very, very busy next year. So. Oh, really? Energ- she is Energizer yes. Bunny.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: she <laughs> Oh, my she gosh. Is. She is. So we now we know what to get her for her birthday, one of those drum sets. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's boom, a good idea. Boom, boom.
2: <laughs> but as uh, Johnny mentioned, she might be busy starting 2014, so we have to squeeze out productivity from her.
0: So, <laughs> so why is she going to be more busy? Am I missing something?
1: Well, we, we don't know yet, but you know she's one of the uh, contenders to, to, to run for officer. Yeah. Speaking
0: yeah. of OCA, uh, Johnny, you told me that the acronym has changed. What? What is yeah, it? Yeah,
1: we originally OCA was uh, started as an organization of Chinese Americans. But mm-hmm. then because of the, uh, the change of time and also it's hard to get grants and so on, we have uh, slowly changing to become OCA, standing as just as OCA. So there's no acronyms or whatsoever. But if people actually can ask for it, it's going to be something like organization of community advocate. So because our job as an associate member is to promote embracing Asian Pacific American citizens in the United States. So we are not just covering the Chinese Americans, we are covering every other ethnic groups.
0: Interesting. That's that's pretty awesome. And so
2: now I know what, what the group that I just joined do.
0: So Organization <laughs> of Community Oh yeah, you told advocacy. me to join, I'll
2: be
1: joining. Yeah, you'll be joining, but you haven't paid your dues yet. Lisa's going to go after you right now. Gotcha. Okay, going back to my list. Yes.
0: Well, oh, you were oh not is, it's not over
1: yet? No. Oh, okay. oh I'm Keep sorry. Going. sorry. sorry. Th- okay, go ahead. Sorry, y'all. We still, all. still <laughs> have nine markets to go through. <laughs> wow. Right. See how people don't have respect for me. Sorry. Sorry. And I'm the elder here. What films did you make again? Yep. <laughs> Shut up. All right, go so ahead. So anyway, markets-wise, this area, in Asia Town area, there's nine markets. Uh, centers, Why we have Asia Plaza. Okay, We there. have about, what, tw- 10 to 20 different shops inside. Kind of cool. And you have Asian Town Center. It's about 10 shops right now, but they are actually expanding, right?
0: There's Mm -hmm. a new jewelry shop that opened a uh, a kiosk downstairs. Oh, nice. Oh, I know that.
1: Mm -hmm. And over at Coco Bakery, there's the Pink Commons, which actually they consider a little center.
0: I actually want to open a dance studio there. But I think the rent's a little bit out of my range for oh, a yeah. startup. So. Because
1: there is an s- empty space there. The upstairs, too. Yeah, there too. is an empty space. Oh. Yeah. Then, uh, it should be in the downstairs.
0: The downstairs? Yes. Why? the bigger because one. Because
1: the when people see p- kids performing, dancing. They get dance. interested.
0: Yeah. Well, I, my thought was that upstairs, most parents are more comfortable with upstairs because it's less accessible. So there's mm-hmm. less street traffic. Maybe possible. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I, mean I, I can't afford it All this right, year going anyway. back to my list. Sorry, okay. sorry. It's <laughs> <right>.
1: <laughs> Markets-wise, there's Asia Foods. Where's that one at? Asian Asia food, food Co Yeah Oh okay We have a Good Harvest Food Market
2: mm-hmm. Why is that familiar Oh good I'm thinking it's about by Good Harvest laundromat. I'm thinking about Good Harvest Films
1: yeah. <laughs> And then we have Kim's Oriental Excuse me Kim's Oriental Foods Where is that? Where is that? 37 in Superior I think it's right across oh, from, um Asian Town Center Cocoa, right? Cocoa Bakery
0: or, Oh Wait, Really? No I'm
1: sorry In pain. No, that's in superior. Yeah, you're right. Asi- Asian town center. That's by Korea House,
0: right? Right. Okay, got it. Next to it. Oh,
1: Korea House. Okay, I've but been there. We, <laughs> yeah. we have a park to shop, mm-hmm. and finally oh, okay. we have Tink Market.
0: Yeah, hmm. Tink Hall has been in um, Asia Town for ages.
1: So is uh, Asia food.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, Asia food used to be on St. Clair Avenue by the right. freeway exit.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Now so I know. Actually, so it's good yeah. harvest. Asia harvest. food. has been there for a while. Too. Oh, really? Yeah. Sometimes oh.
2: Filipinos ordered their roasted pig from uh, Asia food before. Ooh. So
1: mm. anybody wants to know more about these uh, different places, you can go to AsianTownCleveland.com. Asiatown, not Asian. It's asiatowncleveland.com.
0: A-S-I-A-T-O-W-N, Cleveland.com. And this is
2: where again? In East...
1: East twenty second to East 40th Street. There you go.
0: Interesting, and uh, you know, there's always a ton of activities that go on yeah. in that area too. A couple of new
1: things that we didn't mention here is there's offices like Era International Center, mm-hmm. which is actually eventually be an incubator center for for all businesses, and then you have Market One Office all the way in the Chester. What else am I missing here?
0: A lot. <laughs> a lot, a lot. There's a lot oh, of yeah. different...
2: The, most of the businesses are low profile. And uh,
1: our business here, since we're doing the radio talk show here on the East Forty Street... Oh, yeah. We <laughs> totally forgot our own yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're Brasso. right here. We're right here.
0: But, I mean, you know, there's a lot. It's hard to remember them off the top of our heads. A lot so of them
1: don't
2: have big signs
1: outside
0: Asia Services in Action is also... Mm-hmm. Asia Services in so Action there
1: here. There's a printing company, uh, Consolidated Graphics. We <laughs> also have a magazine company.
0: Kaleidoscope? T-
1: Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I have a hard time <laughs> pronouncing that word. I- <laughs> Kaleidoscope. Got Take it. me always, oh, forever. So,
0: um, you know, before Johnny interrupted me, but I guess since <laughs> I'm the youngest here, it doesn't really matter.
3: <laughs> By but, a few years.
0: <laughs> but anyway, there's a lot of upcoming events, like in Asia Town all the the time mm-hmm. and i guess this is a good time to go to alex's corner a little bit earlier this week and alex are you going to tell us a little bit about the upcoming events like
2: sure a few events that are coming up towards late july first and foremost we have the uh, 17th indie gathering film festival that has seminars convention celebrity party lectures and competition this exciting event for the indie film crowd is going to happen on august 16th through August 18th at the Clarion Inn and Conference Center in Hudson, Ohio. For more info, go to www.theindiegathering.com. So, Johnny, what can you tell us about this event?
1: I can tell you a lot more than about just this event. Besides, us, three of us going to be there on Friday evening to do a the taping. Uh, oh, uh, yes, Agent on the Tom field, <laughs> and I will be talking probably more than five hours at the festival um, about filmmaking. Five hours straight? No, not really. But there'll be three hours straight for first first time, so it could be lots of talking for me. Talking about how to produce movies, talking about social media, talking about marketing, talking about how to become a good director, editor, and so on and so on. So yeah, it's almost like Johnny Woo show.
0: Yeah. So back to Alex's original question: What movies did you make again?
1: I made a bunch of movies. I uh, have been making movies since uh, 1998. So I have three feature films that I have helped produce. One is called, one of them is called The Rapture. It's been distributed in Thailand, Japan, uh, Germany, Serbia, and recently to UK. And we have a lot of short films like S, the Superman fan film, A Joker's Card, M. Pazan, and so, on and so on. So that's lots of stuff. And you can see on the wall there, it's just one one fourth uh, awards a, Stuff that I get from people.
0: We're going to take a picture of the wall and put it on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, it will be. An- for those of you no, who, well, can't those <laughs> who can't see the wall. For those who can
2: see, maybe we should take a
1: picture right now. I was going to bring my portfolio in so Yandy can be like jealous about it, but decide not to do that. Well,
0: why would I be jealous? I because mean, there's a lot of stuff in there.
1: Again, when you get to
0: my age, I can sad. Doubled. <laughs> yeah,
2: When you get to Johnny's ripe age of 75, you yeah. know,
1: a lot yeah.
0: of... Yeah, he should be retiring. <laughs> I'm doing next year.
1: A few uh, things. Are you really? I'm, I'm retiring a few things, not all of
0: them. Oh, okay, okay. Okay.
1: So, so anyway, um, come to the the Indie Gathering. It's a great place. You can meet the, lots of filmmakers. Uh, there will be at least one Asian filmmaker will be there and two Asian composers going to be there, which we are going to have a chance to get to know them.
0: Is Arya one of them? No. This oh. is
1: actually, I think, one that came coming from India.
0: Interesting. So okay. it's going to be
1: interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a. They have lots of great shows, great movies, and lots of good people there. So you actually have a good time.
2: Now, to uh, someone who's a casual fan or who's just into movies, is is this a uh, something that they could go to and enjoy? The yes, event?
1: anybody can go. Anybody can go and have a good time there. And you just have to pay for. You can pay for the weekend pass, or you can pay for the movie pass, uh, or hour pass, or so on, or day pass. Uh, us, we don't have to pay. You know, obviously. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. Yeah, but it's it's a very open to the public, and it's a, it usually it's very different from the Cleveland International Film Festival or the Ohio International Film Festival or the Georgia uh, Documentary Film Festival. There's over, over 10 different film festivals in Cleveland, Ohio.
0: Wow. And wow, that's awesome. The Indie Exciting. Gathering
1: has been considered one of the top 25 in the country.
0: I don't know how that happened. That's really cool. But that's kind of cool. This is my first one I'm yeah. going to. Yeah, so. me too. It's my first one. And we'll talk about it. Don't, don't, don't expect
1: too much on Friday. Usually it's a little bit oh. of snow, but it could be exciting.
0: Well, do you know what times it runs till? Maybe we can swing by Saturday or Sunday.
1: Saturday start at 10 o'clock in the morning with me talking and lectures. And movies start, I think, 11 o'clock all the way to midnight. Wow. Yeah, so if you're walking
2: around the grounds on Indie Gathering, you'll be seeing me in one of the booths. I'll be there from uh, yes.
1: <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> yes.
0: You should look for, what, should, what booth should we What's look for, Johnny? Should
1: <laughs> oh my God, I don't even know what booth you uh, can uh, be at. I don't know, MDI Media
2: booth. De- yeah, <laughs> thank you.
0: Wow. Media design. MDI. Yeah, go to MDI the
2: MDI design. booth, guys uh, and gals. and. Media I,
0: Design Imaging. Yes.
2: Yeah, Media Design Imaging, and DJ Alexicon will be there, <laughs> happy to show you whatever is being displayed.
1: And the funny thing is, you know, if you get bored, you can tape another episode there.
2: <laughs> I, I just might, and uh, ask uh, audience reaction.
1: Yeah. It's actually very, very simple, so you can do more episodes, so we can make our intro to work hard. All right. And
0: you we bet- can actually tell people about this radio uh, show as well. Yes. I oh, think definitely. we should promote it. Yes. We should actually start a Facebook page. Really? Why not?
1: There's like a little <laughs> bit of silence there. <laughs>
0: well, why not? Like... <laughs>
1: well, somebody Aww. had to run it. I'm too tired. Alex?
2: Um, Uh-oh, I There's think... a lot more other events here that we need to mention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's,
3: let's,
0: let's move okay. on. Let's move All on right. On. We'll, c- we'll come back to that topic. Um, but Alex, uh, I think back to your corner, we have a uh, another event coming up.
2: Yeah. Uh, an event that I just... That just came to my desk It uh, looks pretty exciting It's called Superior Plex Ooh. It's a um, it's an event From August 17th to 18th um, On August 17th It runs from 11am through 8pm
1: It is the same weekend
2: Of the Indie Gathering so Yes, so if you're not going to the Indie Gathering You have an option You can stay in downtown Cleveland And this is an art festival Presented by Negative Space Gallery And uh Playatshow.com. As if you can recall, we keep mentioning negative space in this uh, show because it's a good place to hang out. Half of it is, as Ian mentioned earlier, is black and white cafe, and half of it is the negative space gallery.
0: And they're a non-profit coffee shop, too.
2: Yes.
1: They're exactly. going to be showing the OCA Image TV DVD looping throughout the whole year. Oh, nice.
0: Interesting. Um, I didn't know that. Once I have a that. new
1: episode, I'm going to give it to them. They, they give it DVD player.
0: They also have open mic nights, which uh, DJ Alexicon has performed Yeah,
2: that. I've performed <laughs> there with my band, Tone Lockers. But going back to this event on August 17th from 7 p.m.
0: Whoa, 7 p.m. You mean 11 to 8?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of time frames here. But on August seventeenth, they also have an after party and open mic night. This is from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Got it. And then the art show or festival is from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m.
0: Got it. So there's two parts. Yes.
2: And then on August 18, I think that will be a Sunday, it's from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And all of this is happening in ATZ, Asia Town Center, because mm-hmm. um, negative space is located in the second floor of Asia Town Center. Now, since we have announced this um, event early, there is a call for artists to participate in this event. Um, We need someone who walks on stilts, uh, someone who does hip-hop, reads poetry, uh, someone who can make art, someone who can paint, someone who can perform in a play. So it's basically, it encompasses a lot of uh, uh, art. So if you're interested to perform... So where, where can they get the form?
0: I think you have to go online.
2: Or if they can go to negative space.
0: Oh, yeah. Negative space. The address here, um, Alex, I think you have the address.
2: Uh, <clears throat> address for Isha Center slash negative space is 3820 Superior Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio, 44114. So
0: they're on the second floor, too, right? Yeah.
2: So when you enter uh, the main lobby of ATC, Asia Town Center, to your left is the grocery store. And facing you is a grand staircase that leads up to the second floor where negative space is and MIGA is.
0: MIGA, the Korean restaurant? That's right. And you should go there.
1: Negative sure. space is actually connected to the gallery.
0: Yes, they
1: Wait, I'm thinking. Naked space is the gallery. Black and white is the the coffee, coffee shop. shop yeah, coffee shop and performance area. Gotcha. And
0: sometimes they expand out of the gallery and coffee shop and put their artwork around um, the second floor. And they even have shows outside in the open area of the second floor as well.
2: Yes. Okay. So every month, um, there's uh, negative space as a featured artist, and they display and sell the artworks of any featured
0: artist. Alex, have you been a featured artist?
2: No, not yet. I do have a lot of uh, black and white photographs uh, <laughs> that I need to frame and put on display. But it's sometimes, um, because when you display uh, as an artist, you should be willing to sell. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm not sure if I can oh, really? part with my work, because those are not digital fo- you're,
1: photographs. You're not a hoarder, are you? Uh, yeah. Oh yes. my God, so what? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: anyway, next, uh... <laughs> oh, hold on, let's get back to your photography. So, I, yeah, I brought yeah. this up because I heard that you actually do black and white photography.
2: Yes, yes, uh, black and... One of my uh, favorite mediums for my art is photography, and I do like black and white photography in film, not in digital. So, a lot of my works, uh, there's about 30 to 50, are... I, I developed them and printed them myself, and it took me a lot of time for each uh, print, so, so I'm kind of hesitant. If, if someone buys it, I'm, I might not like to part with it.
1: <laughs> you know, you me with with uh, Robert Banks. He used to paint on film for films. Wow. So, yeah, he, he was just here yesterday. He's a cool guy. Anyway, we should take a break, and then coming back later with, uh, do you have any song from Alex? Do, do you want to play? you want to perform in the, during the break time? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, we can do that, and then we'll we'll take a break right now, and then we'll be back shortly.
0: See ya.
2: That was the Tone Lockers with a rendition of a Filipino song called "Torete." Tone Lockers is composed of myself, Nap, and Che.
0: So anyway, we're back from the break with uh, DJ Alexicon, who's going to uh, talk a little bit about our future guests.
2: All right, really looking forward to our month of August. For a while there, we thought that we won't have any uh, any guests in the upcoming weeks, but yep, so far we got a good lineup here. So on, uh, so if I were you, I'd grab. Pen and paper and mark these dates and make sure that uh, you're listening on your radios from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Sundays. So the first Sunday of August 8, we got Radhika Reddy. Uh, She is a partner with Ariel International Center. Now, Ariel International Center is a group of people or an organization that helps businesses. Or people start their businesses. Am I correct there?
0: Uh, sure, yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, an, uh, it's an organization that's an uh, all-women owned. Really?
1: Yes. I did not know that.
0: Yeah, I, I, me either. I think I did know that.
2: <laughs> so uh, after reading a lot about Ariel International, it's a pretty good organization, and I'm looking forward to find out what more they can offer, what kind of services they can offer to uh, the Asian community.
0: Alex, are you thinking about starting your own company?
2: Uh, it's a possibility.
0: <laughs> possibility.
2: And then on August 11, we have the DJ Alexican Show, a, whoo, a different version of ATC because it's more musical-oriented, and I never talk about controversial topics.
0: You mean ATV, Asia-Town Voice.
2: Asia-Town Voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's, it's my show, and I don't know who my guest will be, but someone's going to be there.
0: Alex is just going to tell you all about black and white photography. And how he develops this in his bathroom, and it needs to be exactly pitch black, so he memorized every square inch of his bathroom.
2: That's right, that's Aaron right. Aaron told me that. <laughs> <laughs> and on August 18, we got Michelle Andre, singer from Schoolgirl Crush Band. And she's more than a singer because she's got a lot of nonprofit organizations, and she's an advocate for a lot of activities. She's an advocate for working out, for good health, and a lot of other
0: so she, she's also Korean-American, am I correct?
2: Yes, she is a Korean-American who was born here in the United States. Totally cool. And on August 25, we will have the result of our live recording, on-field recording, on-field assignment from Indie Gathering event. So those are the future guests for the month of August.
0: All right, so really quickly, if I remember correctly, August 8th, we have Radhika Reddy uh, with Ariel International Center. August 11th, we have your show, Alex. And then August 18th, we have Michelle Andre from School Girl Crush. And August 25th is the uh, live recording uh, from the Indie Gathering from August 16th to 18th. That's correct. Well, oh.
1: It's not really live recording from Indie Gathering. Well, oh, sorry. 25th. <laughs> not it's live. It's already over.
0: But for us, it was live. It was live <laughs> for us. <laughs> yes. All right. So, Town Voice is an hour long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. And uh, we're here every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. And it's usually me, Yintang, and Johnny Wu, and our new quote-unquote intern, Mr. Uh, DJ Alexicon here. DJ
2: Alexicon <laughs> in the house.
0: <laughs> so what we do is we talk a little bit about the um, Asian and Pacific Islander Americans, uh, the communities that they have around here, businesses, culture, education, and uh, basically what, what's happening with us. And we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our show and uh, show your support to WJCU. This way we can continue to provide many voices with many choices for you. And uh, speaking of which, one of our um, nice sponsors is actually Cocoa Bakery. And Alex, you want to talk a little bit about Cocoa Bakery?
2: Yes, um, Cocoa Bakery is a nice place. It's a coffee shop, an Asian restaurant, a bakery, and a Wi-Fi hotspot. So all of these four ingredients make up this great place <laughs> in the corner of uh, Payne Avenue. And uh, it's on Payne Avenue, 3710 Payne Avenue.
0: And they also have some great bubble tea.
2: Oh, yes, yes. My and favorite.
1: watermelon smoothie.
2: Oh, okay. Let's plug our drinks. I'm a for almond bubble tea. What What is that? Uh, mine is almond bubble tea. What's yours?
0: I have to think about that one.
2: Okay, Johnny's is, uh, you just mentioned. Watermelon smoothie. What, she, he's a... Uh, Watermelon smoothie.
0: I really like Vietnamese coffee, but I, I i mean, Coco has some pretty good Vietnamese coffee, but I think my favorite is actually from Superior Phu. V- yeah, but my favorite drink from Cocoa, I have to say, is either their um, ginger honey tea hmm. or their jasmine iced tea. It's pretty good. Both of it's yeah. pretty good. Interesting.
2: So, yeah. And they also have a lot of... Uh, the thing I like about Cocoa Bakery is it's co- so convenient. When you enter the bakery, there's two doors... And then when you enter it, on your left are the uh, b- uh, the shelves for buns.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Different flavored buns, Mexican buns, hot dog on a bun, which is my favorite, mm-hmm. number one on my list.
0: They have turkey and egg sandwich buns. The turkey and egg yeah. sandwich buns. <laughs> green and, green and, onion buns. Yes.
2: And then uh, beside it is a freezer of drinks. You
0: forgot the pineapple, lemon, and strawberry buns. Oh,
2: the pineapple <laughs> bun is actually my second favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. And then beside it is uh, like a fridge of drinks. I'm giving you guys the layout so Mm -hmm. that when you get in there, you're going to say, oh, DJ, Lexicon was correct. Absolutely. There's some nice tables on the right side with free Wi-Fi. And on the counter, there's a lot of different kinds of... um,
0: Pre-packaged goods to take home.
2: uh, Little baking stuff. Either cookies or crispy buns or anything like that. And if you're hungry, you could also order a bowl of teriyaki chicken bowl which yes. is Johnny's favorite yeah. so yes. they have different kinds of bowls and
0: rice just, bowls and salads yeah. and uh, wraps and everything yeah
2: I'm
1: hungry now.
0: I know, yeah, me too.
2: Just starting to talk about it. I was full when I came in, and then uh, now I'm uh, <laughs> starting to uh, get hungry too. Yeah. But Cocoa Bakery is starting to become popular because um, even at work, all the way to Mayfield Heights, a, lo- a lot of coworkers are telling me, hey, when you're going to Cocoa Bakery, tell us, because they see my check-ins <laughs> in Facebook all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one thing about Cocoa Bakery that I also found out is a lot of people from Columbus and Pittsburgh come all the way here to buy oh. the, the, the bakery. I
0: did not know that. I
1: didn't know that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, they come here the weekend to buy it for the whole week and then you wow. know, they consider Cocoa Bakery one of the best in Northeast Ohio.
0: Yeah, it is. Their, their food is really good too. Yeah. And if you're having a celebration and um, let's say your kid's getting a little bit older and ice cream cake is no longer interesting to them, they have some beautiful decorated fruit. Well, I mean, it's a cake, but it's decorated with fruit on top. It's like a regular cake oh. on the inside and they have like thinly sliced mangoes, sugar glazes, uh, beautifully glazed like blueberries and strawberries. You've seen their cakes. They're yes, like works of yes, art. I know. They're a little bit pricier, but but it's healthier for you and it's it's an amazing birthday cake.
2: Sometimes I, I just find myself looking at this stand and then uh, for a few minutes and just admiring the beauty. And it's nothing an exa- it's not an exaggeration.
0: Yeah, they're beautiful. And I think in 2012 they actually had one with a dragon on it, too. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty cool.
2: And uh, the ambiance is also very, very perfect for hanging out. It's quiet. It's a safe neighborhood. It's, uh, there are a lot of lights, uh, windows in both uh, corners of the place.
0: Lots of flowers in the windows. Yep.
3: Okay. Very,
2: it's very relaxing. That's that's why we're very rela- get a coffee or a bubble tea, bring your laptop. I
0: think we live there. Whenever we're in between like projects and meetings, we just go to Coco, <laughs> eat something, and go online and yes, <laughs> to work. words. Yes. So, it's kind of it's pretty much like a local hangout. But um, so an- what else? Another shout out, Alex. I think you wanted to talk about Project Raise.
2: Yes, Project Raise has been gathering steam, and I've been hearing a lot about it. Uh, for those who are curious, what is Project Raise? Well, the word RAISE, R-A-I-S-E, stands for Reaching Asian Americans Through Innovative and Supportive Engagement. One of their engagement ideas for this year is, well, Project RAISE is a project that provides funding to promote nutrition, healthy living, and fitness in the Asian Pacific Islander community in Northeast Ohio.
1: And it's one of the uh, projects put together by the Asian Services in Action.
2: Yes.
0: And they're also opening up a uh, clinic in Asian Town Center, am I correct? Yes,
2: they mm-hmm. are. Um, Project RACE, if you haven't heard about it, is supported by a lot of community organizations. There's too many to mention, but we have Asia Town, cultural, language, schools, ethnic, social, and voluntary groups, refugee resettlement centers, and public health sources. So if you're part of a cultural group, that group may be already participating in Project RACE, and you just maybe you're just not aware of it and if you are not i encourage everybody to get involved
1: so what is the whole goal it's just make sure that everybody eat healthy right
2: yes okay. yes the the goal is for everybody to have a healthy lifestyle promote nutrition eat the right kinds of food and uh, promote healthy living and fitness it sounds pretty simple but we all know as asians that we have a lot of comfort food yes like um i will just uh, touch on my cultural Pork background knuckle. <laughs> So for Filipinos, we we love roasted pigs and we have a lot of fatty foods. And uh, we're not saying don't eat that, you know. I guess the main message is like moderation and how to complement this comfort foods with other foods that will promote healthy living and nutrition.
1: You know, that's kind of uh, a little awkward because we just talked about Cocoa Bakery. <laughs>
0: I know, I know.
2: It's like you know, well, actually, <laughs> yin and yang. <laughs> they
0: do have healthy selections there okay, as well. they are fruit tarts as well, though. so they they do have healthy choices. Yes. And they have water
2: there. If you know, yes. if the drinks are bad for you, drink water, <laughs> cold water. They have it for free there beside the counter.
0: And actually, you know, they have the um, the pre-made uh, chicken steam buns where you just take it home, you steam it for like 10, 15 minutes, and, and those are pretty healthy too.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. So
0: I, I used to get those for breakfast. Um, so about the fitness aspect of it, what, what is Project Ray's planning to do with the fitness aspect? I mean, obviously they're going to try to promote healthy eating through all these nonprofits and schools and... Um, Refugee Association. From
2: my participation uh, within Project Craze, because they also engaged the uh, Philippine American uh, Society of Ohio... What they did was they distributed survey forms, and in the survey forms, then we get to find out the habits of a certain group of Filipino community. And from that survey, further action will be determined on how on the results of the survey. So it's very uh, it's not a general thing; it's very um, very focused
1: on a specific group.
0: So, is there like free yoga or tai chi classes or anything like that?
1: I think each organization needs to do that to organize. Like for example, OCA is going to be doing a healthy eating potluck nutrition event coming out this July, um, actually past July 25th?
2: Yeah, last week they have an event which I attended, but... Anyway, that would be uh, that would be one of the actions so it's specific to the group uh, for the Filipino community, I don't know if they have completed reading the surveys or analyzing the surveys yet
1: it's oh, a good idea to have like a yoga uh, training, basic mm-hmm. yoga training for yeah I for agree with eating. that yeah,
0: but just do it like once once a season or once a month yeah, yeah I mean something i mean if if people are asking for suggestions or if our listeners are wondering what to expect and if they want to attend something. You know, is there is there a place where they can go to get a list of these organizations that are participating so far? I think they are. You in... can
1: go to Asia AsiaOhio org, and there should be information over there. Got it. Uh, otherwise, you had to go to each organization. Like, you know, <laughs> yes. Uh, so OCA motivations. OCA has their
2: information there. Motivations has them. So is yeah. this is
0: this just for the Asian Americans or is this for anybody in Northeast Ohio? Um, it's more. It's
1: concentrate and focus more on the Asian and Amer- Pacific Americans, but at the same time, we encourage everybody to participate. Got it. Yeah,
2: because the way I think about it, food is food, and regardless of what your cultural background is, a steak will affect every Asian, every white
0: <laughs> That is true. Right. And you know, what's, um the Japanese, they actually try to eat I can't remember the number, but they try to eat a certain number of different foods per meal. That way, they're getting different uh, nutrients from what they're eating, and there's a variety of foods that they eat. Like, let's say they have to have like pickled vegetables, as well as a grain and like uh, small side dishes of other vegetables that are cooked and meats and whatnot. So, interesting, interesting. Yeah, different colors too. Yeah, actually, I found out from my husband when he uh, went to visit Japan. (laughs) So <laughs>
1: speaking of which, how's Aaron doing?
0: He's doing very well. Um, he actually works for an Indian company, but right now they're still in the middle of a pretty big project for Eaton, and um,
1: he he was having a stomach flu, right? Yeah, uh, he had something
0: wrong with his stomach. So whatever is going around is probably still going around. Thankfully, I didn't catch it. Knock on wood.
1: To
2: all you listeners, um, <laughs> Yin is Yen, uh, Aaron is Yin's husband, and they are approaching their first year anniversary. We right?
3: are. <laughs> wow. Yes, I know. I
2: feel old. I, I'm I'm sorry. F- I, I, I feel that it was just last week or yesterday. Wow.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Really? A year it did feel, Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, a, a ton of our other friends oh who got God. married recently just hit their one-year anniversary. Now everybody's quiet, like, who? Everybody's, we're, we're pondering, v- John is thinking about, it, <laughs> thinking about it, I'm <laughs> thinking about it.
2: Because we had a good time at your wedding, lots of food, lots of dancing, lots of music. So
0: are you saying you didn't have a good time? I about- did, I did. Okay.
2: Stan Hewitt, good, awesome. Stan Hewitt? Stan Hewitt. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, they're beautiful, so, but that's in Akron. Um, So one more shout-out, courtesy of DJ Lexicon. He's going to talk about motivations for Cleveland. Yes,
2: I'm very biased on this uh, Mm,
0: (laughs) shout-out. I wonder why.
2: (laughs) So this group, Motivations for Cleveland. And um, why
0: are you biased towards them?
2: I am the Director of Membership for Motivations for Uh Cleveland. For those who are wondering why I am stressing certain syllables, because... um, uh, I just wanted you guys to understand that the spelling is M-O-T-I-V A-S-A-N-S. Because um
0: A-S-I-A-N-S. Right. Because
2: when we whenever I give the website people go to uh Motivation.
0: <laughs> so they spell they spell it the the normal way. <laughs>
2: yeah. So um the website of this organization is motivations.org. So, it is a premier organization cultivating a vibrant Asian community for Greater Cleveland by promoting the attraction and retention of Asian American professionals through leadership, uh, professional development, networking, and civic involvement. Basically, uh, it's uh, almost more than a 10-year-old organization, and What we've noticed is there's a lot of high-caliber, intelligent, smart students uh, studying in Cleveland.
1: Not you, though. Not me, (laughs)
2: because I'm not a (laughs) high-caliber. No, no, you're 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 not a student. (laughs) No, you are an intern.
1: Yes, yes, I'm an intern.
2: So a lot of these students go to Cleveland State University, Case Western Reserve, John Carroll, so forth and so on. And uh, higher degrees that they get, uh, after they get their degrees... They leave the United States and go back to their countries or leave Cleveland, leave Ohio and go to a different state. Why? Because a lot of them think that there's nothing to do in Cleveland. Some of Mm -hmm. them are really dedicated to their studies that they don't go out. They don't develop a lot of deeper friendships outside their school or outside their community to enable them to make them stay here and establish a life here. I've known a lot of people who uh, went to such schools with higher degrees and they stayed here because um, it friends. became part of Motivations, actually.
1: Nice. Wonderful. Uh, yeah,
2: in 2002. Name some. Uh, my friend, Mark, are a nurse, uh, a PhD nurse in Cleveland Clinic. Uh,
1: you don't really have to do
2: it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we just want to see if you're alive or not. I have a not, list. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, sure I, will,
2: I will delete that, Alex. Erase that. <laughs>
0: No, you don't have to. It's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah it's actually. funny actually. It's yeah, good. just
2: leave it. Leave so, it. Um, so motivations. Uh, we have a presence in Facebook, and I just mentioned our website. Uh, we have a lot of different activities. We have professional activities like how to speak in public, called communications event. We're thinking of other other activities to help you guys with your professional life. We have networking events. We have happy hour events, and one of the m- most popular events that Motivation have is called Discover Cleveland. Where we go to different um, companies and uh, go on a tour, on a special
1: tour just for motivations. I
0: didn't know that.
2: Yes,
1: uh,
0: that's wha- the NASA one you did recently, right? Did, did, did yes. The
1: WKYZ they do the one for uh, GE. Yes, I do remember. I uh, know. Uh, I pay na- attention.
2: Uh, it's coming uh, up on August third. So uh, the NASA tour that's coming up in August third. Unfortunately, you have to be an American citizen to go to uh, NASA because it's a government entity facility entity. But other places we've been is Lubrizol, Lincoln Electric, <laughs> and Plain Dealer. We did a tour with Plain Dealer. Now
0: that's something i
2: So heard. yeah, we have a list of big companies just to showcase, again, with the, with, with the mission of the group to retain Asian-Americans, see if they get exposed to these big companies. Maybe they will think that, oh, there's a lot of companies that I could potentially work right. for.
1: And then once you become part of the OCM member, then you can actually promote cross-promote like crazy.
2: Exactly, and you cannot leave Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> you cannot
0: leave. <laughs> I mean, Cleveland, it's kind of like you have to know where to look for these exciting new things. Otherwise, its it does, I mean, I admit that sometimes if, if it's an outsider coming in, there's kind of a negative connotation that's associated with Cleveland, but it's kind of like an underground city almost. It's like these events, these, well, okay, Johnny just gave me this look. I don't mean underground in a bad way. I mean, underground as in, like, it's not openly advertised, all the fun and new things that are going on in Cleveland And, I mean, there's a huge international community. Yes. And on August 25th, there's a One World Fest that's also going to happen in the uh, cultural gardens as well. I believe around the Greek and African gardens.
1: There's also the Global Village Festival happening in Akron. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of good things happening here. Oh. In a lot
2: of these events, um, when someone is new in Cleveland, which I I was new. When I came to Cleveland, I was an international student. I have relatives here, but I didn't know anyone. But the knowledge about the city came up, grew when I started developing uh, friends outside mm-hmm. work, outside school, and that's mm-hmm. when I get to find out about this place, that event. So uh, the group tries to promote that via networking. So
1: yeah, now we can get rid of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you it's know, all the places. Another that's great right. thing about motivations is that you know there's always an awkward transitional phase for a lot of kids after college and before they work their first job and this is a great way for them to you know meet other people who are either just finished college or looking for jobs or have been working for a while and can Mm -hmm. help you network and probably find a position or whatnot and it's um I mean I wish I knew about motivations when I first graduated college because it would have helped me get past the very boring part of my life (laughs) I was was like I think
1: you knew but you probably because I really did not know parents Block it off your 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 radar radar.
0: Oh, they didn't block anything when I was in college. <laughs> no, no blocking. No. But uh, <laughs> but no. I mean, it was something I was looking online for things to do when I first graduated. I moved to my first apartment, was working my first job. All my friends from college moved back home, and it was just kind of boring was, yeah. and I didn't really make any friends at work yet because it was like my if first year if you were year. a member
2: of Motivation someone might have just moved to an apartment would have given you a tip would have given you some right. tips on how to do this or how to do that exactly. or. the best
1: thing about Motivation right now it's free mm-hmm. you yes. don't, you, all you had to do is just sign out your newsletter and then participate when they have any events coming up And the basic thing
2: is we just need your email address. And once we get your email address, you will keep getting uh, emails about our events. And that's the only thing that we email. We don't do um, mass email or we don't do any junk email. The only email you get is an event, when, where, how much, if it costs anything at all.
0: Um, So, by the way, Alex, I did sign up and I haven't been getting emails. Has there been events?
2: Uh, there should have been an event for the past uh, you, you senior games. You might want to check your spam
1: folder. Yes,
2: you might really? think you might have to check your spam folder.
0: Oh, okay. So check it, your spam folder. I, if you I get
1: up. I get three emails. Oh, do you? Because of three organizations. <laughs> so that's how it is.
0: Yeah, I figured I have Alex right here, who is the membership director. <laughs> so I was gonna be like, hey, where's my email? See, so. in,
1: you know the quite interesting about now because I I. I grew up when Cleveland, all the all the whole Asian community did not work together. Mm-hmm. Till now, the world, you can see that there's a cross promotion, promotion from CCCA to CPA to Motivation to OCA and so on and so on, FICA etc. So there's really more a synergy of wanting to make the environment and the community better.
2: Yes. And uh, also, we, with that said, Johnny, um, motivations work with other organizations that are not Asian-based also, right. like Engage Cleveland, because it's, it creates a different dynamic. Uh, I think uh, this is happening because all the organizers know the strength in numbers. Mm -hmm. So if people see that these organizations are working together, it kind of fosters a unity within the city. Right. So that's why it's a good organization to be part of. Motivations is not exclusive for Asians because we have a lot of um, non-Asian members who are just curious to network and find out about uh, the cultural uh, activities of the organization.
0: Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in this week with Asiatown Voice. I'm Yin Tang. I'm here with Johnny Wu and DJ Alexicon.
1: Yep, thank you for listening to us. And uh, we'll see or hear from you next week.
0: All righty, have a great night. Ciao, ciao.